That's right, you're locked into 99 Pod, aka it's not 99 or 1999 anymore podcast. Excuse me, I got a lot on my mind right now. All right, I'm not in a good mood, respectfully. My Buccaneers just lost, we three and five. Okay, my co host didn't make it on the show today. You know what I'm saying? Um, he was looking for a costume, he went out to get a costume, didn't make it in time. I don't know, my bro went to California, hop on a plane to get a costume, bro. It wasn't that serious, but I'm looking forward to having you on in the next show. But nevertheless, I do got a loaded cast here on the show. So I'm actually on the happiest side about that. And I'm going to introduce these people right now. First off, I want to introduce, you know, um, somebody that I go way back with. Even though, you know, years, not way back years, but it feels like we go way back because we did a lot together on Can You Dig? And, you know, um, those of y'all who know, y'all know. It is what it is. I got to explain it even more. It is what it is. Shaw Michelle is in the building, and she's got a lot to say. Shaw, what's going on? What's good, people? If you know, you know. I'm so happy to be here with you tonight, Javil. This is the Lil Stradamus Hours, a.k.a. the Midnight Marauder Hours, a.k.a. obviously uh, Trip Young Hours. So we're here. It's nice, <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> and I got my guy here, okay? Big bro from Real Fans Will Talk. Listen, you can plug yourself in, my guy. Anthony Jones is in the building. What's going on? What's going on, man? Appreciate you uh, for having me. It's a little, it's a little, you know, past my recording hours <laughs> usually, but um, I was just coming up from a shoot um, with with the auto dialogue. So I told I told you I got you. I got you. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. Listen, man. I've been watching the Big Gene episodes, bro. Keep them coming for sure, bro. Mm -hmm. Anyway. There's a lot of things going on in the world. We might as well cut right to it, especially with Kanye West right now, as Aaron Donald and Jalen Brown were the two latest people to part ways with Kanye West donned the sports after the rapper's anti-Semitic remarks. Kanye West donned the academy basketball team was also booted from the high school tournament. What the kids do? What did the kids do? Oh, my gosh. What should we make of the backlash? surrounding everything Kanye West right now. And and I want to start off with you to kick us off, man. Give me your perspectives. Um, I mean, listen, <laughs> you, you can't you can't just be out here saying and doing anything you want to do, no matter how much money you got, uh, especially as a as a black man in these here United States of America. And um I think that, you know, as a yay now, he's going by yay. I think yay is learning that um what is it you know things that get given to you can easily be taken away from you he went from two billion to four hundred and something million uh net worth in like a day or two uh i mean some of the stuff he was saying is you know i get i understand i'm you know but you can't be out here disrespecting george floyd like that you know that 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 part for me, like I mean, yeah, all, all of the anti-Semitic stuff. But at the end of the day, we still gotta, you know, look out for our people because ain't nobody else looking out for us. So I, that I took the most offense with, you know, them them, them lies that he was saying about George Floyd's uh, murder. Um, you know, especially for somebody who was running around talking about my kids, my kids. They stopped me from saying my kids. Well, you didn't have no compassion for for George Floyd's uh, daughters because now you just made them relive a whole bunch of trauma that they're probably not even over with in the first place because again this is, we're not too far removed from george floyd's murder 
but you didn't have no type of compassion for his for his children when you when you went up there and um and said that nonsense. So you know, listen, whatever comes with it, that's what you you know you got You got to deal with that now. So Michelle, talk to the people, man. Oh my gosh, yeah, I agree. I think that I think that words have consequences, and that's the thing about even like being on the show, having a show. We saw him go from saying those things to going on other shows and just doubling down or even opening up more another can of worms. The craziest thing to me was that one, um, he he went in, in into went in town, went on went on a ramp page about the Black Lives Matter, which is a whole other for me, it's a broader spectrum than it being a, a vested interest in a, in a business, but rather a formal statement that was Black Lives Matter, but it was also, I think, um, it was created in 2013. So this was something that even it was created before George Floyd and before Ahmaud Aubrey. It was it was it was created um, uh, during the Trayvon Trayvon Martin uh, case, but nonetheless, it was like a statement. It started off as a statement, then it grew to be um, an organization, which is kind of like a fraternity sorority, kind of like when I think of organization, because it it had chapters. There's over 50 chapters of Black Lives Matters around the world. So to me, in my mind, it seems like more of like, okay, like let's say a Black fraternity sorority. But nonetheless, bad business, business went bad, and it takes a Black man that has a lot of money and a lot of say to go on, 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 you know, his platform and just tear black people down. It's like, he just waits for an instant to tear his own down. And some things I think personally, black people need to talk, talk about amongst each other. We don't need to say stuff to the whole world so everybody can go like, yep, mm -hmm, they're wrong. These people. And it's like, he just wanted to have, it's almost like he was looking for, for a boat to break before he could, so he can start talking about his people. And then he went on the wrong, he went on to the wrong group. He said something that Donald, he was mimicking one of his people that I think he admires most. Donald Trump said, I could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Ave and I'll still get the vote. And then three days later, <laughs> he, said this, he said that about the Jewish people and they were like, oh, for real? And they don't play, they shut it down right away. They showed him just how right he may have been about them having that much power. And so here we are. And I think that, like, uh, you know, Ant said, words have consequences. And we have to know that, especially when your um, audience is, is, is broader. So here we are. You know it's bad when Trump gets on you. <laughs> I mean, when Trump said you messed up so bad that I can't be affiliated with you, you know you done messed up. And that was after the White Lives Matter. He That was even before he started going off on the Jewish population. Mm-hmm. So he was like, he was basically, Trump was basically saying this. Dummy, he was talking about white lives matter. Like it was almost like he knew how goofy that was. That's the mm-hmm. crazy part. Yeah, uh, that was really a lot. That told me a lot. I was like, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, look, you know, when it comes to you know lives mattering and you know the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, Reverend Al Sharpton, he only cares about it if it's a you know black on or white on black. You know what I'm saying? Brother gets shot down a block. Oh, is it a white man that did it? Oh, I'm good. I ain't covering that. That's that's Reverend Al Sharpton. We all know that man's wearing a wire. Okay, don't start me up. We already know that man's is wearing a wire. Wire man. That's what I'm going to call him because he's a fed. You know what I'm saying? Really? Ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time of the night where Lil Shadamas comes out. So prepare, fasten up. 
we about to talk my stuff right now. All right, so let's talk about Kanye and what he said. You know what? There's a saying that's out here that says talk is cheap. Well, talk can be a little bit expensive. You know what I'm saying? Especially in Kanye's case. Very, very expensive. My man's went talking, you know, and guess what? Lost a lot of money doing that. So talk can be expensive, not only cheap, just to clarify things. But you know what? At the same time, it wouldn't be the real Leo if I didn't give you a perspective. A lot of what he said, you know, uh, you know, I won't say is uh, not factual. Some of it is. A lot of it is. Maybe a few little knickknack things. But I'm like, all right, brother, you're going over the limit here. Because we all know who are in positions of power in America. Let's not act like we see now. Okay, we all know what the truth is. There's no people living in the hillside. It's all over. We all know there's certain people in power and certain people in the upper and lower echelon, right? Because, Claire, I could tell you a story from my own perspective, right? So I had a brother who went to aviation high school in Queens, Long Island City, which you could oversee Manhattan skylines and everything. You can see Manhattan from over there. And my brother, he had a Jewish friend. And that Jewish friend, one day, okay, back in 2001, you know, um, pointed to the World Trade Center and told my brother, those buildings are not going to be here next week. Okay. Um, sure enough, a week later, we all know what happened. So, you know, how did that brother know that? You know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know, with some final destination, he had a permission that became a reality or maybe he was driving the plane. I don't know. But he knew what was going on. So he had access to information. And that story was told to me years ago. Right. So we all know that there's certain people that have access to inf information. We all know who, you know, is in charge of a lot of things. Right. But at the same time, Kanye West, you do know who's cutting your check. And to so, kind of disrespect the people that you're laying in bed with, I don't really think it's a good idea. Like, it's one thing to be on your own and you're sponsored by your own and you do everything. And that's cool. You can go on, you know, drink champs and talk. But when those people or the same people that's cutting your check, I mean. You said some powerful hey, things right there, John. I think that it's the thing about Kanye. Here's the thing about Kanye. Kanye says a lot of things. He's like a child. Okay, he just, just you mad, you start crying and you're like, I feel you. I just wish I could do that too, but I gotta hold it together for my kid. And you, you see the kid just wilding out, telling him, you know, talk in the store talking about, Mama, give me that. And he's like, I wish I could just say that, but that's not practical. It can't happen. So he's a childlike thinker, which, you know, he also loves Jesus and the Bible says, you know, be like, be more like children. And I don't think that he needs to take everything so literally. The Bible is not telling you to act like a baby all day long. And so what he's doing is he's not really, and this could have a lot to do. I'm, I'm going to take it back to where we don't want to take it back to where we have to take it back to. And we still can, you know, shut him down a little bit, shut his microphone off. Because I think that's important as well, is I think that we need to, you know, not excuse the mental illness. There is definitely mental unwellness happening with Kanye. He said it. We know it. He said he deals with bipolar. He's off his meds. He's not on his meds. We don't know what state he was when he was sending those Twitters and the Instagrams out. But I watch his page, and there is a certain there's. I I I, I look at people's actions and when they do certain things and how. That's just how I, I do investigative stuff. Is I look what hours did he do this. Like Trump was always on the Twitter between hours of New York time between 3, 4 a.m. and like 6 a.m. It's like that's cokehead hours or Adderall hours or just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but 
That's how Kanye is. And all of a sudden, a week later, everything's gone. And so he goes on these manic episodes and he starts saying things. And then his ego starts to inflate because he's thinking, well, they just people, they've excused this so long. We, we have actually excommunicated Kanye more times than we're actually going to acknowledge here. We have, we have canceled Kanye about three times. He's, and we, and then we bought his. <laughs> it keeps surviving. I know about this one, though. <laughs> Last year, it's like, no, stop. He's we, we stopped. He, he, right? he liked the undertaker when it comes to cancer culture. He keep rising up, sitting up. He got <laughs> life in. Black people, and, and I don't know if you agree with me too, but black people, we tend to forgive people very quick. We tend to have everybody's back. We tend to, um, because we have this religious kind of uh, mindset where we're, we do, we do really have a, have a forgiving heart and we do really care. And, and we are the, the most, not probably, but we are the most abused culture, the most abused culture at all on the entire planet. But yet we will fight for everybody because we're also the strongest too, in my opinion. This is my opinion. And so what happened was he saw the things he said had consequences in a, in a different group, in a group with, yes, with more power. And yes, he was acknowledging a lot of truths with that, but it's how he said it. He said it like a baby instead of a grown man. And then, you know, baby consequences on a grown man, adult body gets, you know, grown man consequences. You got, you made yeah. a very interesting point and And I want to come back to you in a minute. You said something about how black people are forgiven which I could co-sign. I really do feel like we are the most forgiving people. That's why, like, when other races set up shop, whether it be the Chinese man opening, Mr. Chen opening the Chinese block, I mean, the Chinese store on our block, we allow him to come in, even though he may not associate with our people. But we forgive a lot. We forgive a, a, a lot. Yeah. I think when you talk about other races, they're more cutthroat. Like, yo, you cross me, you disrespect our people, even if you are a part of us. Like, we getting you out of here. We going to condemn your behind. Like, that's it. And I think, you know, we saw it kind of here with Kanye. Like, yo, you spoke against a, a people that's cut throat. And that's obviously going to come back with some, you know, um, financial take back, I'll call it. Right. But then if you have any more ideas that you want to share, go right ahead, my guy. Mike is yours. Yeah, no. Um, You know, I agree with, with, with everything you guys were saying. You know, just the, the differences, you know, the two communities that you that you're speaking about, uh, you know, one one of them holds a, a lot of power in this country and the other ones, you know, we don't have that kind of power because we support each other in the wrong in the wrong things. Mm. So, like, for example, instead of us being like, you know what? We we can't rock with R. Kelly no more after the, the tape came out and was that like 2000, 2001, something like that. Instead of saying, nah, we, sh we shouldn't be supporting R. Kelly buying his music, everybody said, all right, well, they didn't find him guilty in the court, so we can go back to supporting them until 20 years later when the documentary came out on Netflix. Now it was like, oh, now, now we really got to cancel R. Kelly. But when we had a chance to hold him accountable and, and, and cancel him for seriously when he first got caught up in, in, in some nonsense and, yep. you know, all the tape being married to Aaliyah as a, she's 16 years old and we let that slide. We swept it under the rug and was like, all right, but he made 12 plays. So, you know, it's okay. We got to let, we got to let that go. Yeah. We don't hold, we don't hold people accountable. I've been holding Kanye accountable. I stopped 
College Dropout was one of my favorite albums of all time. I, I was over um, over the the um other one that came out after that. I forgot the name of it. Over um, um graduation. Yeah, it was. It just I had, when I was in school, we had to take a road trip to Albany. That was like the album that we played the whole weekend was College Dropout. So it was one of my favorite albums of all time. I haven't played a Kanye song on the podcast since he said slavery was a choice. Mm, yes. Um, yeah, it hasn't even been like, it's just, it's so crazy because even like, you know, like I'm, I'm big on the sneakers app. I buy all type of sneakers or, you know, online. My people would tell me to enter a draw for some Yeezys and I'd be like, no, I can't do that. And they'd be like, but you're not even spending your money. I don't care. I don't support that. So if you want to buy sneakers, you can, but you're not going to do it through me. So I, you know, been trying to hold people accountable for what they're doing. Um, but yeah, Kanye is like, now you see where we at. It's like, all right, as much as I feel like Beyonce did have the, the best album of the, of the year that year and should have got the MTV award over Taylor Swift, I don't agree with you going up on stage and stealing that girl's moment like that, but we'll let that slide because we feel like your know, Beyonce did have the best album of the year and we don't be we don't get the accolades that we should get. But when you start seeing those, those are the red flags that over the years start to build up, start to build up, start to build up. Then it's uh Harriet Tubman didn't do nothing for slaves. Then you're running around with, with, with the MAGA hat, you know, Trump Trump is my daddy and, and, and all of this, all of this nonsense until we get to the culmination point of White Lives Matter, the White Lives Matter shirts. And all of that is cool. We don't say nothing. We don't we don't band together and say, you know what? We should probably stop supporting Kanye. It's not until he makes some anti-Semitic remarks to where we're like, oh, well, now the world is not messing with Kanye anymore. And we still got people out there. I'm going to still rock my Yeezys, though. But when you the same person I seen on your page posting for George Floyd and, and this and that, but now when this man sit up here on Drink Champs and, and, and disrespect that man's name, his family, his friends, anybody that was affected by his by his murder, now you know what I'm saying, oh now 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 we wanna we wanna switch up. We gotta nope. we gotta start holding him accountable from way back. It's a fact. Uh, it, it's that is a fact. And but you said something, Ed, that made me have some real pause right when you started speaking and you were like, he's messed with two different groups. One group doesn't have as much power as the other group. And the craziest thing is, is that one group is zero without the other group. Here's why. Because the Jewish business network is supported almost, almost like the femur bone of the Jewish business is the black dollar. We buy everything. We buy, and that goes for every community, for every other community, probably other than our own. You know, there's black businesses that pop up. We're not necessarily supporting our own because it doesn't have a brand that we love or because it, you know, we've just been so colonized in our thinking that we let these things slide. So we allow us to talk about us and everybody else to talk about us, but don't come for them because for some reason we have demolished our value 
And we literally, we could make all of those businesses go out of business if we, if we all to collectively stop buying that. That's the craziest mm -hmm. part. So we actually probably have more value because nothing is nothing without money. Yeah, I think too. Right. I think too, and like I'm always on a, I'm always on a line where yeah. I could be in the middle and see another perspective because life is a mirror. Like for one perspective you have, there could be an opposite perspective, and somebody could look at something totally different. I could look at this, get some blistics that I have, right, and it's blue. Somebody could look at it and it look red or look green. That's how life is. Now, when it comes to Kanye, I think for me and where I would slightly defend him, number one is, and I'm gonna talk about it in the next segment after we come from the commercial break, talking about freedom of speech. I'm gonna talk about all those dynamics with everything that's going on in the censorship. But I think when it comes to Kanye, I don't know. I just find it that we kind of give these people too much power in the sense that they word really matters. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the difference between my word and Kanye's? Oh, because he's rich. You know what I'm saying? So I think sometimes we allow a T-shirt to kind of set our antennas off. Like, who gives a damn? Right? Like, who cares if you're wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt? That doesn't matter because you're wearing it and you're Kanye. So I don't understand why we get too emotional at times. I think we can be emotional and there's nothing wrong with that. Emotion is emotion. It's nothing else other than emotion. But still, I think we allow certain celebrities to do something and we kind of like get set off like Jada Pickett when it's like, who gives a damn? Y'all the one that's putting value in what these celebrities are doing. And we are back on 99 Pod, and it's time to pick up where we left off, talking about Kanye West and everything that's going on with him right now and all the pushback and people pulling back from Kanye right now. And this one transition I want to make, and it's talking about freedom of speech, because, Claire, I always wondered, especially after, you know, the last couple of years, we all know that we are seeing a lot of people being censored. One guy that comes to my mind in particular is Alex Jones and the comments he made regarding Sandy Hook and everything. And also um, Donald Trump with some of the rhetoric that he has had over the years. Do you think there should be any limitations on freedom of speech? Because I feel like that word is just thrown out there like you have the freedom to say anything that you want. But when you do and it goes against population or what the population wants to hear or just it's like crazy. Should there be any limitations on freedom of speech? Or is it like, yo, you have your freedom to speak what you want? Because I kind of my opinion on this before I lob that question back is that when you do censor people and I get like certain comments that could be made. But I feel like when you do censor people, it kind of it starts to trend where it's like, OK, like now you kind of have to sound like everybody else. But, um, Shaw, if you want to answer that real quickly, should there be any limitations on freedom of speech? Well, I think what you what you did before you, before we left for commercial break was you addressed something, you acknowledged something that I find to be, um, you know, fairly alarming and, and and also very true is that we have absolutely 
um, given power to people in the form of fame, right? And so with fame or with public office, you have a right. I mean, you have a legal you have a legal parameter of th- of what you can and cannot say. And here's why. Because your words hold weight because here's why. Because of what you said, we have given people. It's almost like we've built an idolatry. We, we People always say idols. There's American idols. And that's, I idolize this person. So that, that is a form of idolatry where you idolize a person so much that they can say something and it will lead the masses. Right. So freedom of the speech varies in ways where what can your words say that would create a bigger event? I can say something to my homies and my, you know, and it it may not it might just be two people. So it's not going to really do anything. But Kanye West can say something on Twitter and it can start what we're seeing now. And so that's actually freedom of speech. I'm also a person that thinks we should be able to speak. My podcast is called WTF Landia Radio. And I talk about all the WTF stuff you can imagine. And I don't want to be silenced. I don't want FCC regulations, but I understand that if it grows and there's certain things that you have to be aware of because it can hurt people. And I think what Kanye West did and Candace Owens did with them shirts is they basically put people in jeopardy because if somebody walked down the street with that Why Lives Matter t-shirt on and somebody especially in the hood and it's gonna be a fault because you know what they're gonna sell them on alibaba and aliexpress and people gonna be getting the knocked off version and they're gonna be getting hemmed up just the same so like it that's the stupidest thing i ever i ever saw because not because of the obvious that white lives matter we don't have to even go i'm not even gonna address it because it's so pedestrian but it wasn't a full stop the Black Lives Matter. It was like, let us tell you that our lives matter. Look at all these things happening and blah, blah, blah. We could, that's just, that's obvious. But what that White Lives Matter was is like in the in the 80s when it was Black power. And then the white people were like, why, why are you doing this? And it was like white power. That's what White Lives Matter is. White Lives Matter is white power. And that is a very Nazi KKK-ish kind of style approach to, to uh, to a, 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 what we call a clap back these days, you know, it wasn't it, it, you, it wasn't about that. It wasn't saying we're diminishing everybody else's race. It was never about that. But they want you to think that. And Kanye has a bigger microphone, so he perpetuates that thought. You you probably gonna hate me, Shaw. You know, um, I just I really realize what your radio show really stands for. Like when you said WTF. It kind of just switched in my head that means that that really means what the you know what like i never put that together you know what i'm saying <laughs> with that podcast for as long as i knew about it like it's it's crazy right listen man oh this is why i had to get extra tutor in the school bro sometimes i pick up on stuff real slow it is what it is i still graduated <laughs> on time but um i want to pick up and i want to throw it back to Ant because i do agree that when you have a level of status your word becomes more powerful because people look up to you. Like I have nieces that they love hip hop music and they listen to these artists all this single time. And what they say kind of matters, even over uncle's word, right? Like uncle don't got say Rihanna got say, but uncle don't got say that's how it is. But on the flip, when you look at hip hop and some of the negative connotations that they promote amongst their own, right? I'm going to kill you. Mother F this, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to shoot up mama crib while mama on the sofa. 
Do you think that's doing more harm than just a person wearing a T-shirt that says White Lives Matter? Like, you know, like I'm thinking about things from a whole lot of perspectives because we talking about freedom of speech here. We talking about the messages that people with status have. But I could also look at hip hop, today's hip hop, right? I want to be clear because a lot of these older guys, older heads going to hate me. Like, nah, I'm back in my day, KRS-One, I was talking some other stuff, not this garbage. Let me be clear. New hip hop that we hear today and the promotion of killing, drugs, sex, all that, whatever, right? Don't you think that's having a bigger impact on people? And like, we should kind of like talk about that more than somebody wearing a white T-shirt. What do you think, Ant? Am I reaching I, here? So here's my thing with that. One, I do got to say this. I, I agree with pretty much everything that both of you said with. I, do, I don't, however, believe that white people wearing those shirts in certain neighborhoods would make them more of a target just because ain't nobody out here trying to get a hate crime. So it probably would make them more safe, if anything, because if I see a white person walking through Albany Projects with a White Lives Matter shirt on, the first thing in my mind is going to be this got to be the police or this is somebody or a black this. person. Like, what or, if a black person were to wear it in the hood? He getting nah, he, if, a, if a black person wore yeah. it in the hood, they might get the, you know they might get their whoopings, you know. Yeah. But a, but a white person is going to be safe with that on. So anybody anybody going to mess with them? But um, in regards to um to the other part of that um, the the reason why. I think there has to be some type of difference in what goes on in hip hop. And and even if you want to say current, but you can really say, I mean, the, people didn't start, you know, getting at the LGBT community just now in hip hop with this new generation. They ain't been just start killing people with this generation. Like that stuff's been going on in hip hop since, you know, since the beginning. Yeah, cause I, I I um oh what's the guy's name? Uh black dude. Uh, is it Billy Billy Porter? Is that it? Is it Billy Porter? He's a he's a um he's a he's he's a black guy. He's homosexual, but he's very he's very known. I think it's Billy Porter. I think that's his name. But he was he did it. He was doing an interview the other day, and he was talking about how he kind of doesn't really know, you know, like the hip hop artists because he kind of like tuned them out. Because of all the homophobic, uh, you know, references inside of 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 the 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 music. Uh, now, if, in regards to the other stuff, though, the reason why I kind of have to draw the line is because I'm 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 only documenting my environment and what's going on. And yeah, I'm, you know, a lot of times rappers gonna spice things up a little bit, but if when I walk out my door, I see liquor store, chicken spot, guys hanging out on the corner. I this dude they just jumped this kid over here. There's a shootout over here. I can't write about, yeah, man. I came outside, the white picket fence was being painted and the guy was mowing the lawn and whatnot. No, I gotta write about what I see. So mm -hmm. if you put me in these in, in, in this environment where that's what what, what I'm surrounded by, yeah. That's what I'm gonna talk about in my music. Now, granted, I might not, I might not have sold ten kilos, but I might have sold, you know, a couple of pounds of some weed or something like that. Or it takes, you know, take somebody you know, like Rick Ross. 
who was locking up people for a living that was doing those things and come out, pop the molly in her drink. I'm gonna get it. You ain't even know it, right? Like you know what I'm saying. Well, Think about a rape, guy like Rick Ross. That's rape culture. That's that's a whole other. Yeah, topic. yeah. That's, that's that's rape culture. That's that's gang so, and uh, rape culture. Yeah, I don't. That's also very much indoctrination. And if we don't unlearn things, then we fall into that same trap, right? Like you said, and that's a fact because I talk about this quite often. We have so many hurdles to hurdle over in the hood. As soon as you leave your front door. You got a hurdle over the liquor store where you can buy a four dollar bottle, a fifth of vodka because this sucks. Or oh, and then go over to Taco Bell and run for the border and get some chicken and everything is gonna grease you down and 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 just toxic you up. And then you try to go out and make some smart decisions. So you got a hurdle over all these toxic vices in order to make something out of yourself. And God forbid you have a name like Shaquan or Leroy. Your application to the job and your dreams gets pushed to the bottom. So there is a systemic a systemic racist problem that is absolutely built into the fabric of America and many countries. And then there is the indoctrination of our own people who we see this stuff. And then we're so angry because we're chalked up full of grease and liquor and weed that we can't see straight. And we just go at each other. We're fighting in the hood over color. I come from Los Angeles, California, Inglewood, where I saw, I heard and saw drive-by shootings all the time. There was dead bodies all the time at Daniel Freeman High School in Inglewood, California, right next door to my house. So like, for what? Now, a lot of these hoods are... It, black folks in the and in, in also America's like this instead of like this. When you're down on your luck and you're not making a lot of money and you're in poverty, it's the black hood, it's the Mexican hood, it's the you know, it, it's the suburbs. That's set up for a reason. So people can fight each other over over land that's never going to be theirs, over some apartment building that the government is funding for their mamas. Nobody owns nothing. It's all fake. It's all phony. And we're fighting over the wrong stuff because we need something. We need something to hold on to that we'll never own. And until America decides to change that, literally systemically, and literally that's what the three branches of government, we can get into all that, but whatever. Then we have people who have the audacity to tell us that we are, you know, tripping because what about black on black crime in Chicago? Shut up. We know that stuff happens, but how do guns get there? How do such arsenals just end up in Chicago? Just yeah. randomly so people can kill each other. So there's a lot of hmm moments in there and obvious moments that black people are killing each other. It's because we are set up to fail. And unless you can hurdle way out the hood, like I did and some people did, and I'm not clapping myself, giving myself class because I just had to get out the hood. I had to get out that environment. But people, a lot of people can't because literally... They still that they down to nothing at the end of the month. So it takes a lot more to get to where you're going. So Kanye blasting out black business and trying to make us feel bad for, for black on black crime. Sure, that happens. But it's a lot of reasons why that happens. But I'm not going to tell black people they stuck because of that happening. I think no, the only thing you got you to gotta hold people accountable or you got yeah. to understand that and, and talk about yeah. it. I think for me, when it comes to all the stuff that go on, on the local communities. I think when you, I noticed me personally from doing the sports talk and I have the tendency to kind of like throw a hot take out there. And I noticed that I can't just throw a take out there. I kind of got to break it down because the way how people consume stuff, they don't even mm. consume food, right? 
first off. The stuff they consuming on a day-to-day basis messing their brains up. Let's be real. The liquor, the food, da-da-da. So I know when I say something, I kind of have to break it down and know my audience and know, like, all right, I got to make sure I'm very clear about what I'm talking about. Some that's of the things that I saw... And sometimes it could be like anything political or things of that nature, but mainly mm-hmm. sports. And I think with Kanye, even though I watched the interview, like there's some people that's going off on podcasts, even watch the interview. What are you talking about, bro? Like, what are you recapping? What are you analyzing? If you didn't watch the video, I watched the video. There were certain things that he said, right? That I was like, all right, yeah, he's speaking facts. Like yeah. outside of the T-shirt, outside of the stuff, George Floyd. Slavery was a choice. A couple years ago, there was stuff that he said that was facts. But the way how he delivered it, he didn't break it down enough for the people that can't see through the smoke and mirrors. And with Kanye, he's a guy that you kind of got to be on a roller coaster with him. He'll say something, you'll be like, oh, he on to something. And then you're like, you're losing me a little bit. He got to do a better job of breaking down what he's saying. That's right that his audience. I'm yeah. It just it makes you say stuff and then you're like, wait, I want to say something else. It almost like he gaslit us a little bit too, though. He was like, no, he said this and all this. And if you hear the interview, you see hear these points. There's no questions, guys, about valid points. And then he takes you on a gaslighting roller coaster and just be like, oh, but I what I meant was this. Like, no, nah, no, whoa, whoa, nah, I feel crazy. We can't we can't receive the message when in one breath you're telling us about you know the imbalances in the within the Jewish community and, and how we're treated. And then in the next breath, you're like, well, that cop didn't really have his knee on on on, on George Floyd's neck like, like that. Excuse me. It was, it was the fentanyl. It was fentanyl that, that, that he died from. So we can't receive that. Like I had a conversation with somebody a couple of years ago in regards to Donald Trump. And I was telling this this guy he was he he's a he's a he's a Republican who who voted for Trump. And I said, listen, I'm not going to I don't I'm not going to sit up here and say Trump didn't do anything good while he was in office, because I actually do like some of the stuff that Trump did while he's in office. The problem is when you make statements like, oh, there's good people on both sides or when there's a hurricane in Puerto Rico and you out here throwing uh, paper towels like the yeah. basketballs at people that have just went through a crazy life tra- changing tragedy things like that now I, so i can't i can't support you because you 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 you're really disrespectful over here so everything that you may have done good now for me personally is going to get negated because your of of your character and Ooh. that's the thing and that's yeah. the thing and that's why it goes back to the question that i asked when we came back is what is the limitations on freedom of speech? Like, I have friends from all over the world, right? I'm an international brother. I went to college. I went to a PWI. I ain't go to an all-black college, right? First of all, it was too expensive. That's why I flocked my other options elsewhere. So I went to a PWI. Arab friend, Jew friend, Caucasian, you name it, I'm international. I had a couple of my Caucasian friends, one in particular named Joe, right? Still my best friend, one of my best friends up to this day. And he told me, like, yo... You know, I don't mean to come at you any type of way or your people, right? But I do have like a a question, right? A little epiphany. Like I do feel like black people at sometimes it they could be a little bit racist, right? To white folks. And I had to break it down to him. I didn't just, oh my gosh, what are you saying? I need to cut you off. I try to understand what he was talking about. And that's the problem with I feel with a lot of people today. They hear something, antennas go up, 
They don't try to understand. So I try to, you know, understand where he was coming from. And the points he was making, I'm like, yo, Lil, like, it's not bad points, but hold up. Let me check you. First of all, we can't be racist. We don't have the power to be racist. We could discriminate, right? Mm -hmm. We all mm -hmm. have, trust me, a lot of people discriminate. Let's just keep it real from all of them, right? We don't have the power to be racist. So I yeah. kind of had to break it down to him like that. But I understood what he was saying and how he broke it down. So I think sometimes it's just dialogue and understanding. And I think when you cancel somebody, because I could have canceled him, right? Not like society, <laughs> but I could have canceled him. That's what I'm yeah. saying when it comes to freedom of speech. Like, try to understand it. Try to make yourself clear, right? That's well, another reverse thing. Like, if you're Kanye, try to make yourself as clear as possible and try to understand, you know, where people is coming from at the end of the day. Freedom of speech is contingent on white guilt. All right? So the reason why I say that, it depends on how guilty white people feel about your situation is how far you can go with your statements, right? So... When it comes to white guilt for black people, it's kind of at a minimum. As you can see, we ain't have no reparations for slavery. They, they don't even want to talk about slavery in schools no more. They want us to act like none of this never happens because, you know, we don't want to offend the, the white kids and make them feel bad in the school. So we can't even teach, uh, what is it, uh, uh, um, race race theory, um, critical, critical race, race theory. theory. So we can't, they don't even want us to teach that in school anymore, right? So it shows you the level of white guilt. Now, on the flip side of that, if you if you do want to take, you know, and go into some of the stuff that Kanye was referring to, right? So there's a whole lot of white guilt when it comes to the Jewish community. Now, it, which I personally, is not really, it's not warranted because the United States wasn't responsible for the Holocaust. So, but the level of white guilt that they have for the Jewish community allowed the Jewish community to become even though they're they may be a smaller uh community in, in in numbers but power they've been allowed to take control over a lot of areas from entertainment to real estate to to, to the, the, the the banking systems and whatnot whereas again on the other side side of that you know we lucky <laughs> if we can get if we can get anything right I, I just wonder, you guys, I wonder if when we, when we, like, when the gig is up, right? Like, when we stop, I don't know, it almost feels cringy in 2022 to, like, seek after the white man's approval, the white, the white person's approval. It's so weird. Like, why do we, why, why, why is that even a thing where we have to be, feel, like, valued? It's almost like the oppression Olympics, Olympics. now the white people want to come in uh, with their oppressive feeling like I feel oppressed too and then Kanye threw, threw a marginal amount of grapeseed oil on the flame like you know what the, what there's nothing no one more oppressed than the the 40 something year old white man and it's just goofy it's like it, it, it we gotta at some point it has to stop and then people and this is where the all lives needs to come in it's like where people just need to be valued based on the gifts that they have the talent that they have the descent that they have and just the people that they are because we have put we have allowed so much we have allowed one group to control the world in a lot of ways and and like now to the point where we have to name it black business and black dollars and this and that it's like man at, at what point and i and then i might fall in that little group too because like both of you said i there were some things that i agreed with 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 uh 
with Trump. Now, I don't even know what Joey B does because I don't even follow him because he's so boring. I don't even know what the hell. <laughs> you talking about bringing dead Biden, right? He got that. His hair be out. I just after that, I can't, I can't unsee it, and I can't follow him. So it's just, it's, it's. I don't know what he's doing. It seems like he just signed an executive order about some digital currency that y'all might have to deal with soon. But the world will have to deal with that too. But it's like it's all weird, like how we don't just understand how we can have our own power and have our own uh, awareness as a collective humanity rather than just looking for the approval of white man, which is this topic, right? This is the white lives matter topic. It's like we put all the value over one umbrella of colonization. I think, I think to certain extents, everybody wants approval from somebody because if you watch history of people that came out and talked about Jewish people, Deshaun Jackson, Nick Cannon, Professor Griff, Kanye West. If you didn't want approval, you would not take offense to to that. Like right? I came out and said, Jewish people are the best people in the world. Am I gonna get canceled for that? I'm not. No, you know what I'm positive. saying? <laughs> because it's positive. So everybody that. wants nobody wants to be disrespected. Everybody wants to be loved. It's the same thing with black people. We want to be loved. The problem is that uh, we kind of need to love each other. That's that's what it comes down to. And unfortunately, that's just not what's happening right now. Yeah, because approval is for children. I need I need like, you know, my mom to tell me that I'm doing well. My dad to tell me I'm doing well. Like I need to be like my grades. I'm in school. I need my professor, my teacher to tell me I'm doing well. I Instagram, know. right? Verification. <laughs> I'm approved. Right. You know what I'm saying? Certified Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like approval has gone is is mad as opposed to like I'm saying, instead of looking for one group, which in this case is the white voice, the white man, the white entity to approve us rather than just approving yourself, rather than just approving people who, like I said, have something mar something to give to the world as a collective, rather than just like I don't know. I think this is this topic had to happen, this this shirt had to happen in order for these conversations to go on because at some point at some point it has to stop like no like there's no more you telling me i can't be hired because of my name or because of my hair because my afro it's just so out it's so old it's weird yeah but the it's thing is is that still going that still continues to happen because i i can get away with it because I know. Well, i'm not gonna you- say i'm not gonna come out and be like well this kid got braids i ain't gonna hire him I ain't gonna say that. No, I'm just gonna hire somebody else. And as that, long as I can find the, you know, the one token, I'm good. <laughs> it don't, don't really don't it don't really matter. Cause yeah. you know, people people ain't, ain't really checking for that. And a lot of people, it you know, and I, I will say this, I do think that you know the Jewish community should be held accountable more for the the bad things that that the community is, is a part of right so even if you look at during covid right everybody's supposed to be masked up indoors and not once but twice you having these big outlandish funerals in brooklyn where we're yeah, talking about hundreds to thousands of people in clusters all all up together and yeah. it's just like oh, okay that Bad, 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 bad people, bad people, and that, and that's pretty much it. You had a guy literally on camera say, "Oh, I'm not dealing with this. I want, I want our kids to be able to go into the park and play." Literally, with 
with bolt cutters, it's on camera, cuts the chains off of the park and opens the gate so that all of these kids can go play in the park. I ain't I I heard that part of the story. I ain't hear the part where he got arrested for breaking and entering or anything like that. You know what I mean? So or, or, or with the kids in the school, they had the kids fully in school. Only half of them, you know, wearing masks. The other half is just, you know, out. You know, so just so many things that 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 go on amongst that community that they aren't held accountable for. So that I, that that is something that does need to 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 improve. Which goes but, back. Man. For Kanye West, in a lot of ways, is saying some things that, like a child would do, would say it, and it's true. Don't want to hear the truth. And, but it's and also that's how why you say it too. It's, it's how you say it, but it's how you take it too. So it's how you say it and how you take it. Because I could look at that interview and take the stuff that I need to hear, and, and I could it. ignore that BS. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I could ignore. Oh, he went left with that. I don't even care about that. But what he just said there, I think, could wake up a million people. So, yeah, what he said there could hurt a lot of people. But what he just said there could wake up a million people. So it's like give and take. I just want to go around the panel with final thoughts here, you know, regarding this situation. Just like a final closeout take. I'm sure you could kick us off. Um, I think, first of all, thank you for having me on 99. Haas, thank I you think for coming it's, on. It's so fun. It's nighttime. It's. It's good to um, to be to be with you and talk about these hot topics. I think they need to be talked about. And honestly, the stuff that is really, really tough to talk about needs to be talked about. It needs to be, you know, it has to have varying opinions, like you said, Lil. And I like that you do that as you allow people to come on with varying opinions and come collectively together and share their thoughts on that. Because that's the thing about people. In humanity is we are all different. And that's the beautiful thing, too. That's the most unique thing is that even if we're triplets, you know, like if all three, all three of us were triplets, we'd all have an, a different fingerprint, which means that we are unique in our own self. So if we can realize that people are unique in their qualities and we stop trying to, you know, necessarily compete against each other or stop trying to look for someone, someone's opinion and someone's approval, but rather approve yourself rather have a faith in something and, 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 you know, and belief, belief that you are put here for a reason and that, you know what I mean? Like your skin color system systemically shouldn't be an issue over time. Like it needs to stop now. If we can get to that point, we're going to have a healthier life. And until then it's going to be this conversation happening over and over and over again. Thanks to Kanye West. And talk to the people, man, we want to leave the people with. Um, I wasn't wearing Yeezys yesterday. I ain't wearing them today, and I ain't gonna be wearing them tomorrow. Uh, Kanye got he got a lot of lot of making up to do before I jump on the bandwagon again and and and, and throw my support in that area. Um, but I, I you know I do wish, and I I hope you know that he kind of takes. Uh, a reflective look at himself and see where he can speak about these things that affect us and that have been affecting us for a long time without alienating and disrespecting the people that he's trying to send the message to. Mm. So I do hope he gets that kind of understanding because at the end of the day, you know, kind of, he's, he's still, he's still, he's still a black man. So I, I, I want 
for him to learn from this and and improve, um, you know, upon 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 everything. And I and I, you know, I hope he will. I hope he will do that. Um, but you know, listen, and, and until until there's a time where you know I, we got full 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 equality, we still have to to be understanding of the fact that you know as African Americans in this country. You know, we still just can't say and do anything we want. There's ways that we have to do things in order for us to get our point across without us having everything that we've worked for stripped away from us. I said this a long time ago. I said, why didn't anybody say anything when he was talking about us? Well, some you of us know. did. So, oh, some, some of us did. Uh, well, some, some people of, did. Some, some, some of us did. But not, there's a, but, not, not enough. Not enough. Not they did. Not enough. Not not by far was it enough people that you know said, "All right, you out here talking crazy right now." Slavery, you talking about slavery was a choice. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not rocking with you no more. I'm not about to buy this next CD. I'm not about to buy these next pair of five six hundred dollars sneakers that you about to to put out hey. while you disrespecting my ancestors and hey. everything that they have had to deal with. Jalen Brown and Aaron Donald signed to Donda Sports, knowing those comments were made. So um, the fact that they pulled out now, it shows a lack of support for your own community. And that's what I want to say and leave the people with. You know, if you're going to be one way, make sure you stay that way. Right. Keep the same energy. I'm very big on that. A lot of people like to pick and choose when to pull out, when to put in. Look, I'm going to leave y'all with this. Right. (laughs) This society is a very interesting society, interesting society where we are right now. And honestly, I don't know where we're going to go. I don't know where we're going to end up. But what I do know. Is the real Lil, aka Lil Shadamas, is gonna continue talking his, you know what? Because that's what I do. And without further ado, I want everybody to thank their power, you know, whether it be God, whoever you believe in, Muslim, Buddhism, whatever, Hindu. Shout out your God. And if you don't got a higher power, then you know what to do. Fight the power. I'm out. Good night.